0: You know, I probably should have invited a guest on to do this one, an actual traveler, but I think, I think I've think i been doing this long enough that I think I can wing this one on my own because I talk to so many people. Today on Travel Evolve, we're going to talk about what to bring on an assignment. It's a fundamental episode, but I love some comments. I love some feedback on this one because I think I've got this down, but you guys will certainly tell me if I don't. We're going to talk about all the things you may or may not have thought of that even if, even if you're a veteran traveler, you may not have thought of some of the things we're going to cover today that might make your assignment a little bit more enjoyable. So what to bring on assignment on today's edition of Travel Evolved. This is Travel Evolved. Welcome to the episode. I'm laughing. man. I, side note. What a crazy week this has been. Um, I've got my Halloween kind of... <laughs> did it purposely. I'm, I'm a dork. I put this on purpose because I think my timing is right that we're going to be releasing this episode right around Halloween. It may be a little early, so happy early Halloween if that's the case. Hopefully I'm not late. If it was, I hope you had a great Halloween. There, I covered my basis. But man, what a, what a week. I don't know if other agencies are experiencing the same thing that, that, that mine is, but I think travelers are starting to figure this out. I don't believe that it's you know, what we're doing here. Again, I'm trying not so hard not to promote my company or any company. That's I think that still takes away from what we're doing here. If I start advertising for the agency that I'm the CEO of, I, I, just, I just think it takes away credibility. I've always felt that way. So we're trying not to. Now that doesn't mean that my agency isn't going to use some of this stuff, you know, for clips and whatnot. But as far as this podcast goes, I really want to let it and have it stay, you know, freestanding. That's going to get tougher as we start delving into what we're doing. Like I said, I, as you guys know, I record every Friday what happened during the week, so that in time we're going to be able to go back. And I've got a really good plan for that. We're we're going to still continue talking about that, but it's um. Man, I think travelers are starting to figure this out. I will tell you guys, we've got a, a slightly different approach, to say the very least, to healthcare staffing, and I think that our approach is one that makes sense to a lot of people. I certainly hope it does. And travelers are starting to figure it out. I mean, they really are, which is exciting to me that you guys are accepting that. You know, maybe the way we've been doing things for thirty some years is needs a change. And <laughs> gosh darn it all we're giving it once so anyway let's jump into this episode because hey i appreciate all of you guys i don't want to spend too much time but i'm just telling you that it is um it's been a wild week i hope all of you travelers out there are experiencing a very similar i guess situation that you two are getting multiple offers you're getting lots of great offers whether it's location or pay rate that those two things are coming together and you're happy because man it seems like there's a lot of people that are kind of getting what they're wanting right now, and they're getting it fast and getting it quickly. So, okay, what to bring an assignment? First and foremost, again, I'm not going to make this episode too terribly long. We'll talk a little bit more toward the end about some other fun stuff. But I think the first thing that I'm going to tell you guys is that you should be keeping track. I don't care if it's a little notebook. You know, these are wonderful. I don't know if you guys know how wonderful you know your personal phone is, your smartphone, but They do all kinds of things, like tell you when there's jobs out instantly without having to wait for somebody to hopefully remember to get to you. (laughs) I'm in an ornery mood today. Um, You can put notes on these things. In other words, if you get to an assignment, the things we're going to talk about today, you can put them in your phone. You can have a tablet if you really prefer that sort of an avenue. You can have some things that say, hey, by the way, here is what I want to bring. And what I like about the phone option, or even a tablet, I guess, doesn't matter, is that if there's something you think of on this particular assignment you can go to, you can make a note, and I would urge you to do that. I'm certainly not going to cover everything that you guys need to take on an assignment with you. It just is impossible. Again, I'm not a traveler. Last time I checked and the last time you guys definitely knew, and I remind myself of that all the time. But the fact is, is that if you're on assignment and you forget something, there's something that's kind of maybe unique to that location. I don't even know what that would be. You can put a note and say, "Hey, next time I'm in this climate, next time I'm in this, you know, close to water, whatever, whatever you're looking at, you can put it in there and you can go through your list and say, on this assignment coming up now, is there something that I should be taking along that's that specific that I wouldn't, you know, be part of my normal, you know, repertoire of what I take on an assignment? I think that's going to be important. It's one of the first things on this particular episode that I want to mention is keep it kind of a journal, so to speak. And again, I. I'm kind of a fan of this stuff cuz it's we most of us don't go anywhere without this thing being on our hip unfortunately. You guys have those shifts where I know you get in a little bit of trouble for it. I know you're smart about it, but truly when you're getting in your car, when you're on break, when you're when you're, you know, on a day where you're off, they they probably like me, barely leave your side, which kind of sucks. Um, I hope that history doesn't look back at our generation at this time by going, "Man, that was the cell phone era." But Who knows what's coming, but it it certainly is kind of the cell phone era. So keep some sort of journal or note that reminds you of some things, including maybe your big main list that we're gonna talk about, or just some kind of unusual things that you may not have thought of, or certainly things that we don't cover on this episode. So here's the first thing I want to kind of throw out there. The obvious aspect is you gotta look at climate. You know, again, we are here in the fall. I'd already mentioned it's Halloween. We're in the fall, so there's a lot of climate changes that are happening over the next couple of months. You know, depending on where you're going to go, if you're staying south, even that has a climate change that's happening, a seasonal change. It is. I you mean, know, I lived in the Panhandle of Florida, and it snowed there one year when I was in college down there, barely, and it stayed for a good 45 minutes. Everyone was running around like they'd never seen it before. Many of my friends hadn't, so there is, you know, there's a big difference between. The Panhandle of Florida between Tallahassee, let's say Pensacola, than there is obviously between South Beach and the Keys. If you're in a place that does and is about to experience some cooler weather, I mean again, this this stuff is all going to be like, duh, Mark, I know this, but I just want to do an episode so that you guys are thinking about it. Take the right appropriate amount of seasonal clothes for where you're going to go. And it does become difficult. If you had, let's say, gone down to, let's just keep my example, the Panhandle of Florida, back in the beginning of September or in the middle of September, and you were there and you didn't take something with some jackets, some jeans, some you know some longer pants, some sweaters or whatever you're going to, you know, layers, you could find yourself thinking, well, it's Florida, and you didn't prepare for, you know, what would potentially be October and November and maybe in December, then that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Clearly, the more extreme, the more further north you get, the more that that's going to come into play. Again, if you're going an assignment in Michigan, you know, there are, there are days up in that state where it is bitter cold coming up right now. If you're listening to this assignment and you're about ready to accept one, hopefully you guys are taking full advantage of the holidays. I think there's some great revenue to be made there. Kind of a side note. You're clearly going to be going to some assignments if you're leaving right now that are going to go into some of the coldest times during a year no matter what part of the country you live in. For some of you that are going someplace, you know, further north, that's going to be a pretty extreme difference in temperature. But obviously, Southern California, even Arizona, t- temperatures change over the next period of time. So, again, look at the time of year you're going and really, truly consider where it is that you're going. On that note, I will tell you, I believe, and I've even heard this yesterday or today. I can't remember. I was talking to somebody about this. But there's a huge difference in the same temperature, whether it's a dry climate or a more of a wet climate. It was today. Um, one of my one of my uh, people that just took assignment with this is going to go I can't remember this. She's going to go to Wyoming and she loves it there. And she said, I love it because it's dry cold. It's not like if you go to Wisconsin or Minnesota, and she's absolutely right. This is a person I think from Louisiana or Arkansas and she gets it. She understands that you can, you're not going to be quite as cold in Wyoming, believe it or not in the middle of December, January or February, as you are going to be in Wisconsin, Northern Minnesota, upstate New York, Maine, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all those areas, the same time of year. It is gonna be bone chilling there. I mean a good a good fifteen degrees of of humidity, or is not degrees, but you know, a little bit more of humidity can change that that temperature by what feels like about 15 degrees to you. And that's a big, big difference. Okay, I think enough of, of that. Obviously we're still talking about things like, and this is just the complete, ridiculously obvious thing I'm gonna tell you, is that also kind of plan for where you're gonna be. You don't want to be someplace that you're missing on an opportunity. You have to go out and buy something. Again, going back to our episode where we talked a lot about you know creating a business mindset, I'd hate to see you go somewhere where, let's say, here in Colorado where you want to go ski or snowshoe or someone invites you to do a snowmobiling trip or you just want to go up to the, some of the resorts and you've got to now go out and spend some of that precious revenue. And you know now you've got an operating expense to go back to that episode. And you're spending money that you shouldn't have spent because you just forgot to take something. So also consider where you're going. I mean, I will tell you that when I go to the California office, I am preparing for a good two weeks before I go. Now, I'll admit, I don't pack because I've t- I've traveled a lot like you guys, so I'm pretty good at it. But as far as is there something I want to bring? Is there anything that I that I really wanted to have there last year? So I start looking through. The surfboards, the snowboard, the, 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 I'm sorry, the snowboards, the surfboards, the, uh, I mean, GoPros, some of the, you know, when the kids were little, I used to make sure I was taking a lot of the, you know, the slam balls and that sort of thing. But all of the things that, you know, we have here at in Colorado, even right down to our Tommy Bahama <laughs> beach chairs, because they're expensive. I don't want to buy any way to get out there. I take them with me so that A, they're not sitting there in the rusty uh, salt water all year, but that they're, I don't forget them. So all those things I'm taking with me, you guys need to do the same thing. Think about what you might want to do. I mean, if you're a, if you're a hiker and you've got to make sure you don't. I mean, that, those you don't want to go out and spend a ton of money like I'm saying on buying things so that you can have fun while you're on assignment. It makes it makes no sense. Okay, emergency items. Clearly, I'll tell you this. Obviously, don't forget your medicine don't forget if you can nowadays try to load up a prescription that a lot of travelers tell me that obviously it's just an inconvenience having to have a, a prescription you know sent to a brand new location possibly even a completely different drugstore chain is difficult and I've had travelers tell me that they've left and literally went, "Oh, I've got you know five of whatever that you know an asthma you know a pill or buterol or, a, or a, an adult an ADD medicine whatever you take You want to load up talk to your doctor get a physical before you go it's kind of one of those things you want to do and see is there something i need to stock up on so maybe you're going someplace very rural maybe you're going hawaii alaska someplace like that and you want to have as much of that prescription as you possibly can to give yourself some time for refill potential i know it's kind of a no-brainer i know it seems like it's something you wouldn't forget but that's why we're doing the episode to make sure that you don't those kinds of things. I always tell you to pack your car. We we did an episode a long, long time ago, one of the very first ones about safety on the road. I will tell you that part of that is going to be, you know, to have a great first aid kit. I mean, I take things. I'm always hurting myself, so I take, you know, straps and you know my my massage gun that I use. That's <laughs> I swear by that thing. Little things that you don't think about. So what I start doing as I'm going either to the Colorado office or the California offices. I start thinking about what am I doing every day. Oh, I'm using that massage gun. You know, if I need it, So, and especially on this shoulder. So I'm going to go make sure I put that someplace that when it comes to time, I didn't leave it back you know, in one of the offices, and I, I don't have to go out and buy a second one because they're not cheap. Things like that start to consider as you're getting closer to heading out to your assignment. Make sure that you start putting the things in that you need all the time, no matter what that is for you. I've had people that said they got Invisalign and forgot their retainer. Okay. Seems like you wouldn't think about it because you're putting it in your mouth, I think, for those who have that about every single every other night or every single night or frequently. So it's un, it's not unusual to forget something like that. But talk about crazy. One gal told me she did that and it cost her six hundred dollars to go quickly to a dentist office where she was to get a mold made. And by the time the retainer came in, her teeth had already started moving and she said it was really painful for about three or four days. So again, I know this seems silly. This episode may not seem like it's Right one, but this is 23 years of experience and 23 years of stories of me reminding you guys things that you probably already know. Maybe this episode is for more new people, but I think everyone should hear it because there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff here. Okay, so things like that that you just, again, I think it's a great idea to start to begin to throw some things on a table, a kitchen table that you're like, boy, I don't, I'm using this a lot. I don't want to forget that. Me with some recording equipment, right? I'm lucky enough, I've got, you can't see, but I've got three or four mics around here because we we did at one point uh, have multiple people recording. So I take an entire studio with me and I start putting that aside because I'm lucky enough I have two. So I start packing that up a long time in advance. So, all right, favorite items. Things you can't find. I, I oftentimes go back to, all right, for me, it's certain supplements that I can get through Amazon. Certainly, I can order things to a new address, but if you have a favorite, I don't know what it would be—something that you—it's you, local to you, where you are at home, and you know I don't care if it's if it's a, com- a commodity, a food item. Take it with you. Take a bunch of it with you. Things that you just can't live without. Something that's a favorite of yours. Whether it be, you know, and oftentimes it is. It's something where, you know, that we all are are creatures of habit with what we eat. If there's something you really, really can't do without, don't forget it. Hopefully you're going to discover some new things on the new assignment, which is what I'm really hoping that you do. But there are some favorite things that you know you're, you're used to and that you use all the time that probably are not going to be available on a new assignment. So make sure you grab them and take it with it. All right, so... One of the first things I learned when I first got in this crazy industry, and it, it still is so important today. And I think most of you guys do this. If you don't, consider taking like what people describe to me as a large bin. You know those clear ones with the with the plastic lids, with linens, scrubs, <laughs> those kinds of things, dishware, things that you need everywhere. Let's talk about the the first and the last one first. Linens, again. A lot of people you know, don't like to go to, let's say it is an Airbnb and you want your own sheets. I understand that. Let's say you're going to someplace that's maybe, uh, you're, you, know, you're, you found it someplace else and you're not 100% sure the quality. I think towels, linens, those kinds of things, pillowcases are incredibly important to take and a lot of veteran travelers have that kind of bin laid out. They put in their trunk, they put in the back of their SUV every time that they go on assignment, and they've got it ready to go. And the same thing sometimes in there, and it kind of works together, weather, wow, kind of works well together to have dishes and some silverware. Yeah, your place may say that they have it, but I don't know. Listen, there are certain wine glasses that I just enjoy drinking out of, and there are some of my favorite wine glasses, depending upon if I'm drinking right away. I know that sounds silly, and maybe it is. But you get someplace, and it's just like, oh, this doesn't that doesn't right. Or, you know, there's a certain kind of coffee mug you like, these are the kind of things that you should be putting inside of those linens, taking with you, and having that kind of bin or bins that's your mainstay staple that you're taking on every single assignment, even if you're using an RV. So a lot of this stuff applies to that too. I mentioned scrubs. Again, I've got, hopefully you're, you're you know, I've got travelers that have, you know, probably every color in the book. I'll finish that thought. Hopefully every single Company that you guys are working for is giving you a heads up on what your color of scrubs are. Listen, I will defend all of us and say sometimes we literally get those at the 11th hour. It's kind of one of those things they tend to hold back on us until you're fully credentialed. We're not going to give you full day, first day instructions and then, you know, potentially where to report and even your scrub color until you've got all your TBs and all your, you know, baloney online, you know, orientation, like I mentioned a few times ago. They're going to hold that over your head. So, as you, you know go on in your travel you know healthcare world, most of you start collecting almost every color scrub that there is. So make sure you've got some of those with you and you can pick the right colors out and make sure you're double, triple check that they're right because those, as you guys know and I'll tell you, are incredibly expensive. You don't want to get to that assignment and have to go out and order a bunch of royal blue scrubs because that's what your unit uses there when you had three pairs sitting at home and you just goofed up or you had to take off early. Those are, that's just, that's tough. That's a tough lesson to learn and again my goal on this episode is to try to get it so that you are never taking anything out of your pocket and spending money because again that's a that's an expense and you're trying to keep that revenue going in your pocket as long as possible here's one you guys may not have thought of and you might not even need it but it's nice to have it two things one of them is a mobile hotspot i don't care if you're driving through a rural part of the country they're nice to have you can listen to wonderful podcasts and things like that when you're driving for me, honestly, it's a lot about music as you guys know I don't want to have to go to a recorded playlist or be without you know My Wi-Fi where I can listen to you know, one of my streaming services that has the music that I want or even things that I've actually saved on there That's nice plus when you get there, you know, it may have sketchy or even you know subpar wi-fi this is a great way to if you have to let's say you're doing you know something where you're you know you, you, you've got to get ready to go for your next assignment and you're getting prepared and you've got your resume you're working on or you're applying to to jobs and that sort of thing you want to make sure that you aren't things aren't glitchy so a hotspot's a great thing to have i know it sounds maybe like it wouldn't be something we'd be talking about in the you know the basically the the fourth quarter of of 2022 but I still take one. I didn't use it once this summer, but I take it with me every time. I've got one you know over in the studio that's in the corner. So I, I use a hotspot on rare occasions, but I always have one with me. The other thing I was going to mention, I said, you know two things. The second thing really is one of those, you know a charger for your cell phone that isn't you know an electric charger. I don't, some of them are done by the sun you can charge them with by solar power some of them are actually battery where you can throw in a couple of 9 volts or a couple of double or triple a batteries and it can give you a charge in an emergency i love those for safety i love those for those times where and again i don't know about you guys but it feels like more and more as time goes by and your phones get a little older they tend to you know keep a battery longer so you're not going to be stuck you know coming home from a shift when you had your phone you know, maybe you forgot to turn it off, and it was in your 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 locker, or you were carrying it. And also, you're like, oh gosh, I gotta go, and I don't have my charger. These are great safety devices, and also great, just things to have is a a cellular. I shouldn't say cellular, a solar, and a battery powered phone charger. Just one of those little things that I like to talk about. Let's jump into some food stuff because you know I'm you know, I'm going to talk about some healthy eating, that sort of thing. A little one or two serving. Crockpot, yes, they do exist, and here's me telling you to take a crockpot with you. I love this avenue, especially this time of year coming up. Not so much in the middle of summer. Many of you probably do use a crockpot in the middle of summer. I find that I don't really like to eat hot, hot things like that, or or all-inclusive meals. But man, talk about inexpensive! Talk about can be extremely healthy, super affordable, and ready when you get back to your Airbnb or your residence when you're done with your shift. You can get up a little bit earlier. You can throw some things on it, put it on super low, because I know most of you guys are doing a 12-hour shift, and you've got a healthy, easy, cost-effective meal, and it takes up a very little space. And I've seen travelers put things inside the crock pot, so you're really only taking up the space um, that the crock pot is and stuffing it with some other things, whether it's you know clothes or spices, whatever you need to. You can throw some of your washcloths and towels in there maybe. But I love pressure cookers crock pots even some of the smaller air fryers i've seen now they they there are almost everything that is single serving even people i've seen take them take microwaves because as you guys know sometimes a place you're staying may not be fully stocked hopefully you know that before you go because i can't see microwaves being that small but a little air fryer a little crock pot a little or a pressure cooker are wonderful ways to kind of get something small in your car that i think is going to pay off dividends financially health wise and convenience wise for you on that entire assignment i just think it's a super important one i'm going through these quick i know because a i'm amped up today it's been nuts i can't seem to slow this down because it's been that fun of a day i don't have a lot of days oftentimes where i'm at it. wow what a fun day i mean in my job in my line of work most of my day is spent putting out fires and and making sure people are doing their jobs effectively and better and for lack of a better word it's it's handling some of the tougher stuff that makes its way to me. So when I have a really fun day, it's great. And today, this week, these last few weeks, now I'll tell you, I put in almost two consecutive 15-hour days, and we were working both remotely and at the office, and um, I still think it's fun. I mean, I mean, that may be crazy, a double day, two days in a row, and I loved it. I loved every second of it because it's fun. And um, I know I'm going on a tangent, but it is so much fun to bring some new technology and some excitement back into healthcare staffing where for almost 23 years i've seen very little to zero change so i i'm charged up in case you can't tell i'm fired up in case you can't tell i'm having a lot of fun in this industry for the first time certainly for a long time uh, when things start clicking and you're starting to hit hit uh, some good responses and i think you're making a difference in travelers' lives and their financial situation, it's it's a it's a good feeling for sure. So all right, let's get back to it because I, I'm off my little kick now. One of the things that people have told me a lot about and I want to document it here is cleaning supplies. You obviously many of you have told me that you get dinged pretty darn hard when you leave a place, even though you kind of felt like you cleaned it. And then you've got to go out and spend a whole bunch of money for a bottle, a can, the different things you're you're buying And you're, you know, you're going to throw them away. You're going to, you know, use what you need and get rid of it. No, smart travelers are taking a lot of this stuff with them, provided they've got the room. It's just one of those things. It's a cleaning bucket, for lack of a better word. Almost every traveler that I've gotten into this conversation with has said, either do it or what a great idea to have something that's, Gonna clean the kitchen. Gonna clean the bathrooms for you. It's gonna, you know, people do take little mini vacuums. They don't have it, but mostly those things that you're gonna get dinged the heaviest with, which is gonna be kitchen and bathroom cleaning. When you leave a place and vacate it, you want to make sure that you've got at least you've done your best to reduce and or eliminate that cleaning fee. I know that sometimes they're gonna charge a cleaning fee no matter what, but you don't want that to go higher than what it is. I mean, I've seen 150 dollars just to clean an oven that you didn't even use. So On a side note, make sure you check off your list on things that are dirty before you get there. So it's kind of one of those things. Okay, here's one that I think is pretty fundamental for any veteran traveler, but anybody that's new that's listening to me, most veteran travelers will take a notebook or a binder or some sort of a a dossier that has every single certification, licensure, medical immunization, or copies of those, including you know flu shots this time of year with them on assignment. I know your company has them. I know you sent PDFs, you trust, and they should have sent those off to either the vendor who then sends them to the facility or directly to the facility. You guys know things happen. There is nothing better than to have that in your car. You're on your first day of orientation or right in the middle of your assignment and someone says, you know, we don't we never got your flu your flu shot. You either need to wear a mask or go get another one and you say, you know what, I've got it in my car. When I go on my break, I'll bring it back in. You walk into the nurse staffing office, the HR wherever it is that they're asking you to bring it, and you say, "Boom, here it is," and you walk away. That's a veteran move. Same thing with, you know, having having your resume on your phone or having your resume on your computer if you're taking a laptop. I mentioned a few assignment or a few episodes ago, I think it was, that you should always be updating and prepping for your next assignment. When you're two or three or four, actually more than that, when you're about four to six weeks out, you should be putting this assignment that you're currently on on your resume. You guys have the time. What happens to so many of you is that you wait till the 11th hour and then you realize, oh my gosh, I've got one or even two assignments that maybe I was here for six months. My agency doesn't have those. Maybe you're switching agencies and you've now got to go back and ask, can can you do that? And most recruiters won't. If they do, it's going to be a different font. It's going to look bad. Take that upon yourself and use that time to go through and update that resume. Have it with you in a hard, you know, a hard version, not in a soft version or in any kind of a folder. That's going to be important. But it kind of goes along with all that. All of your your certs, your medical, your immunization. Make sure you're carrying copies with it, and make sure that you're taking the time to update your resume and getting some references. Just another little side note. Has nothing to do with what they're bringing, but when you're working on your resume. Go back to that manager, go back to a coworker, a charge nurse, and say, hey, charge, I'm mean, saying nursing, but somebody who's in charge of your department, if you're an allied, and say, Hey, can you write me a quick reference? Because that is going to help you garner a new assignment well, you know, more than anybody else. Here's the last assignment I was on. I've got two references from two different people, and I'm ready to go because I've got my resume up to speed and I'm moving on and, and moving quick. Whew. Did I cover everything? I think I did. I know this was probably one of the fastest episodes. There's a reason behind that. I just haven't had time to record and I wanted to knock this one out. And I was running out of time and I promised you guys we would get some things going. But this also was a great choice this week because there was not a lot to really talk about. I just want to bring a few things in there that maybe you guys hadn't thought about previously. Obviously, if you're an RVer, the whole, the whole episode changes its dynamic. But think, think, think about what to take on an assignment. If you're brand new, listen to this episode. Maybe go back and rewind it because I know he talked like a banshee and very quickly on this one. But also talk about this with your other veteran fellow travelers. They're going to have a lot better ideas, which is why originally I said maybe I should bring somebody else on this episode. But I feel like i kind of covered it and hopefully besides the glaringly obvious ones there may have been one or two things here that uh you know maybe you didn't uh, didn't you didn't even thought about before but keep a journal and when you forget something you have to go out and buy something add that into wherever it's going to be let that go with you from now on. every assignment and think about the things that you should have brought and put a note down in your in your phone and what to, what to go with so okay like i said it has been a crazy week i want to talk a little bit quickly and very briefly about just some current things I've talked to, we've added, by the way, I've added a whole bunch of new um, systems into the company that, I'm, that I work for. And that's been great because it seems to me like they're saying we're, we're needing help. What it looks to me like on, from an economic side of things, I just want to bring this up at the end of this episode, is that we are starting to get a little bit higher demand and our supply is going down. What, it, what I'm guessing, this is a pretty educated guess, but it is a guess, We've got some seasonality coming in, like we always talk about on Travel Evolve. We are definitely moving into the cold and flu season. I don't think it's – I haven't heard anything about it being bad. I do know that I have heard that winters in the in the Midwest and even here in Colorado where I'm going to be – there's going to be a lot of snow this year. So there's going to – you know, it's just one of those winters that's going to have a lot, of, a lot of snow and a lot of accumulation. Sorry. So that's going to be the case. There's, that's going to be there. So we're going to pay attention to that. Um, obviously, as we continue to move into, um, you know, Going into more of the economics, it looks like less and less travelers are out there. In other words, more and more travelers are actually leaving and heading out of what I think was a very temporary and short-lived travel career. Um, That may not be making sense to you guys, but I said a long time ago that I felt that travelers were jumping in when the pandemic hit just to chase some big bucks. I said that a year and a half ago that I didn't believe that a lot of them, not all of them, that a lot of them are going to stay. So I was worried about the, you know, the saturation of that market from your standpoint. I felt there was going to be more competition. I felt like things were going to get a little tighter for some of you. It wouldn't affect the veteran traveler, but some younger, and I mean younger with travel experience, travelers would have a slightly more difficult time with the competition factor. What I, And so I'm, I'm patting myself on the back for guessing that. What I didn't know, and I'll, I'll kick myself in the you know what for not knowing this or thinking about this, was when when a lot of people left the healthcare industry, and you guys know what I'm talking about, there was a lot of systems that that were forcing people to either become vaccinated or leave, and we all know darn well that a lot of people said they weren't going to do it. I said at the time that all opinion on that aside, it is going to affect in a negative way for people that need care, talking about me, but potentially in a positive way for those of you that stuck it out and either found assignments that didn't require that, waited, or went ahead and, and either were always or decided to get vaccined. It's it's It just is what it is. It actually reduced somewhat the population of healthcare providers and certainly the population of traveling healthcare providers, like it or not. And again, there's no... I, I, this is not about an opinion. It's the, it's it is the truth. There was a, a portion that is not with us in healthcare and in traveling healthcare that was a year ago, and it was right about a year ago when some of these things came through. So, I think a lot of this is coming into play, and we're seeing it now. Um, one of my one of my engineers with our company, software engineer, said, you know relatively new into our industry, but said, what have you seen? This is this, you know, what's what's this like yearly? And I said, this has been the last three years has been the craziest, most inconsistent and non-traditional years I've ever seen in healthcare staffing. Typically, there is a couple of lulls during a year in the fall and in the spring when things are just slightly kind of in flux because the South doesn't know when the season's going to start or end, if that makes sense. So in the fall, you know, how cold is it going to be? When's it going to start? And therefore it shows you know everyone runs down to those warmer climates and the nicer climates and then when there's needs in the in the northern parts of the united states there's less people to go there and the same thing kind of reverses itself in the in the spring all of a sudden things spread out there's truly less travelers in every you know area that are willing to go so there's there's it's just summers and and winters seem to have the biggest needs the middle you know for those five months each time it's only usually a month or so in between those that we we saw Typically, for 20 20 years, I guess, is a little bit of a lull. Well, obviously, what we saw last late winter, early spring was a just complete knockdown of bill rates, of hospital needs, and a you know it took a while for the supply of, of travelers to ca- catch up with that. And I think that's what we're starting to see now. I think a lot of them said, I'm tired. I'm I'm not. Gonna. First of all, I'm of said I'm not going to go to work for these ridiculously low $3,000 a week jobs, which for some of us make us go. Boys, things certainly have changed, haven't they? Um, you know that's just the way it is. Some people that were in it for that high of dollars, and I think many of them thought that would be that way forever. A lot of you that are still with us are still hoping for that. Who knows? Your guess is as good as mine. But and I still, by the way, I'm still seeing plenty of three thousand and even four thousand dollar week positions because of what we're talking about today. So, yeah, again, as you guys know. The bigger the bill rate, the more everybody should win, with the exception of the, of the hospitals. That's just a fact. If you have a company that is keeping their margins identical, where the bill rate is 150 or their bill rate is you know an $80 bill rate, if their margin stays the same, I think that's a good company. They're doing it right. Because what I saw, as I've told you guys many times, is that the bigger the bill rate, the company margins were kind of squeaking up there for a little bit for some people because they felt like they could get away with that. And you guys wouldn't notice because the money was so good. I think now the great thing about what I'm seeing is that a lot of those agencies are being held a little more accountable, being forced to be a little more honest about what they are because there's a competition factor between all of us that nobody wants to send someone off to a facility and have them be the lowest-paying paid agency that all all the travelers are talking about. And you guys should talk. So anyway, just a quick little synopsis of what I'm seeing. It's cool out there right now. I think a great time to be a traveler. I think that if you are looking for an assignment, even even a month ago, I think, it was more tough than what we're seeing right now. And again, this is, let's just say, toward the end of October that we are going to be releasing this episode. So things have picked up here in the early part of October, let's just say, potentially, when we're recording this. So good good sign of things to come for travelers as far as demand, which also oftentimes means more options and oftentimes means a higher pay rate if you're willing to chase those assignments that that oftentimes demand a high pay rate. For many of you, you're going to chase the, the lower paying, nicer assignment. You've earned it. You deserve that. Go someplace where the weather is nice or there's something really wonderful you can do. You guys have earned it. And while you're doing it, make sure you pack accordingly and you know what to bring an assignment. Guys, I appreciate it as always. I'll catch you next time on Travel Evolved.